Ticket City presents why you go to see the Red Raiders. So this was the moment in tech sports, and I was a senior in high school at the time, and I remember wanting to go to the game, but I couldn't because I had to work a shift. When my shift ended, me and my coworkers just turned on the radio, and we all hung around my truck, and all of a sudden we heard the roar of the crowd, so we knew something happened, and then we heard the famous call on the radio of Crabtree scoring to beat UT. Put yourself in the action with Ticket City. Visit LubbockOnline.com slash sports and click tickets. Thank you all for coming. Um, it's a great day to be a Red Raider, and it's only going to get better as the day um, goes a little bit longer today, and it's only going to get better this spring. So um, I am excited to just to talk about these guys that are um, new additions to our football program. Um, it has been a, a very, very fast and furious two months as we signed some of the guys in December. We signed a few in this period. And then, obviously, we're going to sign some more coming up this spring. And um, it has been, uh, it's been a fun process. There's been a tremendous amount of, um, uh, I think, positive response to Texas Tech. And, um, you know, we want guys that want to be here. We want families that want to be here. And, um, you know, there's an old Spike Dykes quote. Um, it's in our, our staff room. And... Um, I tell you what, there, there's a lot of truth to it. It says if you're going to have to beg them to come to Lubbock, you're going to have to beg them to play hard. And I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And um, there's a lot of people and a lot of um, really good players, I'll just say it that way, um, that want to be at Texas Tech, and that's who we want here. Um, kids that um, are going to play extremely hard and um, I think represent the Red Raiders in the right way. Um, just to highlight um, – some of these, I'm going to try to go through some of the ones that we signed right now, and then I'll open it up for questions. Um, Tony Bradford, um, North Shore High School, uh, state championship, uh, key player, Houston Touchdown Club, defensive player of the year. Kid's got a great motor, um, plays extremely hard, um, very bright, high character, uh, great mom, um, and uh, I, I'm excited about that one. Um, Jonathan Garibay, um, kicker, punter out of California, one of the highest-rated um, available kickers and punters. We've known about him for a long time. Coach Lorig has. My, I have. We recruited him at the last school I was at. Um, but very highly ranked with Jamie Cole and Chris Saylor out there. He's a kickoff guy. Huge leg, big leg, punter, uh, field goal. Actually can do all three of it and will come in and compete for immediate playing time ASAP. Uh, the other kicker, or excuse me, punter, Austin McNamara. Austin came out of uh, Phoenix. Um, I'm going to tell you what, guys, we just made ourselves better. It's not something you, um, you guys going to want to talk about because it's kickers, um, but it's an extremely big part of this program. Uh, the snappers that are going to come into this program, the punter, the kicker, um, and um, we have made drastic improvement in one month. Uh, Joe Lorg's um, our special teams coordinator is the one to credit with that and, and also these kids and their commitment to come here and I think you're going to see a high level of specialist play um, here at Tech. Um, those two guys have big legs, very highly recruited, could have chosen a lot of places and I'm excited they're going to be here and um, Austin's a, a freshman and um, so four years after that and then you know Jonathan's got two years so really excited to talk about those guys and, and have them in the program. Um, Go down. Who's the next one? Uh, Daydreon Taylor um, is out of Carl Albert High School, Midwest City, Carl Albert um, in Oklahoma City. State Player of the Year in his classification. 
which is a tremendous honor um, in that state. Um, all everything, running back, all everything, athlete, basketball player, tremendous basketball player, um, track and field state qualifier, um, won a state championship basketball, state championship this year in football. Uh, the guy's a winner, guy's a leader. Uh, we're going to play him at corner um, and nickel, and he's uh, got um, great athletic skills, a very explosive um, young man. Uh, Cole Thomas, offensive lineman out of Washington, tall, long, um, comes from a, a very athletic family, uh, and uh, dad played it at UW. Cole is a, uh, a young man that I think is going to get better, bigger, better uh, with Coach Schultz, Coach Farmer's teaching and coaching, um, and he's got a bright future, uh, can play tackle, long length, and uh, athleticism. Uh, another guy that fits that mode is Quentin Williams out of Clear Lake in Houston. Um, Outside backer, stand up. Uh, we'll play our Raider position um, when he starts to eat and the metabolism slows down and he starts eating right and getting in Coach Scholes' weight room and nutrition program. Um, he may end up putting his hand down at DN, but he is a twitchy, um, very, very uh, developmental in terms of his best football is ahead of him. Um, I can't wait to watch this kid. Great mom, great family, um, great story. So let me just let me give me a second. Let me make sure. This was not in the order that we signed them, so let me just make sure I didn't skip over somebody. Did I, Matt? No. I got them all? You got them all. I did? Okay, thank you. All right, let me go ahead and open up for questions. I think he could play running back here, to be honest with you, but um, I think, uh, you know, the athleticism that we've evaluated, his explosiveness, you can evaluate that on the basketball court. He's got real track speed. Um, We need to upgrade, you know, our – athleticism really in the defensive backfield I think as uh, for our younger guys I should say Um, but shoot I think he could play a lot of spots he's going to be a really good special teams player early in his career Coach is uh, Cole Thomas on uh, full scholarship or is he preferred walk-on? He'll be a preferred walk-on to begin with And uh, when you were recruiting him uh, what were some of the things that you saw from him in his game or just him personally that uh, made you really want to go get him? Um, I tell you, the one of the biggest things is um, he is length, his athleticism, his ability to bend. Um, he's got the, uh, I think, a frame to put on a lot of weight. Um, he's also a guy that, as we evaluated him, um, he got better as his senior year went on. His his junior tape to camp evaluation, a live evaluation, to October tape to November tape got better. Um, that tells me a lot about a kid's heart and his want to and there's some kids out there um that you know i think tank it a little bit and don't play as hard and you can see that on tape and that's also the reason a lot of kids end up getting um you don't you kind of quit recruiting them too and uh but they uh i think that tells a lot about a kid's heart and about his character about his work ethic and about what you're going to see when you get him here so I'm, I'm very impressed with him. Coach, you said, you know, some, some exciting news hopefully later today as well. How many more people would you like to sign? How many more spots do you have? For? Some. <laughs> there will be some. Uh, I'm looking forward to some more news as the day goes on. So I think you guys will like it too. So the six guys that you just talked about, five of them were scholarship players, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, Johnson Garibay, you're 
Are you viewing him primarily as a kicker? He, he and Megan Merrill both kicked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Austin is a punter that also kicks off and can kick long field goals. Garibay's got a huge leg and will for sure compete for a long field goal job. Uh, we're going to have multiple kickers in here this summer, training camp, uh, competing for that job. Uh, coming out of spring, going into training camp, there'll be multiple kickers in that job as well as punter. Jonathan can punt. Austin can punt. Um, may have another one in here that can punt. Um, and then uh, the fun the fun evaluation will be seeing who wins the kickoff job. You know there's 3,200 feet in, in, uh, in, in Lubbock? Did y'all know that? I learned something. Uh, those balls ought to be flying out with these kickers. Uh, so staying on that subject, since you're talking about having a lot of kickers to compete for that job, how many kickers are on campus now? Obviously, you lost half. We have one, Trey Wolf. Yeah. It's another walk on to Chipper. Yeah. We, we walked into a very tough kicking situation in terms of just numbers. I mean, then there's not anybody on campus. Um, we have one punter and one kicker for the spring, and, and that'll be good. And then we will add some and, and have great competition in training camp. But our kicking, snapping, punting situation has vastly improved over the last month. Joe Lorig's the one to credit with that. He still came in and, and gone to work and evaluated these guys on video and then done a great job of recruiting them. Well, it's, you know, first and foremost, um, no different than when I've stood up here the other two times. We're going to recruit um, the state of Texas, first and foremost, Lubbock, West Texas, and then out. Knowing that there's going to be times that we're going to leave the state. Um, the Oklahoma, honestly, as close as Oklahoma is to Lubbock, Texas, you could consider it in terms of driving distance and flight distance an in-state area. Um, we have a ton of connections in Oklahoma. Um, Coach Patterson, myself, my brother, Coach Farmer, every one of us. Um, it's, it's not going to take a higher precedent um, than, uh, than Texas, but certainly um, we're going to recruit the state, and then we'll recruit out-of-state as need be. You know, obviously you can see both kickers are from out-of-state, and, and we came in late, and um, we're going to add a couple more kickers this, this, uh, this summer. And, um, but I think you're going to see us. We will major in the state of Texas, and then we'll minor in some grad transfers, four-year transfers, out-of-state, mostly out, the only out-of-state region that we'll recruit, um, you know, I think consistently is Oklahoma. And then we'll obviously recruit junior college as need be in terms of depth. So the signs you have now, I guess, obviously you're going to potentially have some more later, but I guess what, what were some of the I guess, goals I guess, from the staff that you were really looking to plug up, or I guess what, what were some things that you were looking to kind of figure out after you got that first signing class initially to now? Well, you're, just, you know, you're looking for position-specific guys. Um, you're looking at some depth. Um, some positions need to com- um, come compete immediately, the punter and the kicker, like immediately. Um, and then there's going to be some spots that we fill for depth as well as some immediate playing time this spring. Coach, can you talk about McLean Maddox, the transfer? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'm excited about McLean. You know, he's transferred from Nevada, had two really good years. I think one year he caught 57 balls one was 50. Um, freshman All-American. Um, I saw him on tape. We didn't recruit him at Utah State out of high school, um, but – um, when the situation came up with him transferring and, and getting close to home, 
Uh, we were certainly um, um, interested um, in him, and, and I'm excited he's here. Um, he's been in. He works his tail off. Um, we saw him on a lot of cross tape at Utah State, as you can imagine, being in the Mountain West. Uh, the kid can play. He's a very good player, very good route runner, sure hands, strong hands. Um, and so it'll be fun to watch him compete this spring um, and this summer. Coach, you mentioned uh, the need for defensive back for numbers in the early period. Um, he says now we see two signed. Is that something you plan to address through late additions or junior college mm-hmm. uh, or grad transfers? Yes. Okay. D, all the above. D, all the above? Yeah. Do you have an idea for how many you're going to look at? Some. Some. <laughs> I'm not trying to – I'm not – I mean, I'm not going to give you a specific number. You guys know better than that. So, um, yeah, DBs, um, you know, probably another wide out, um, maybe a couple more skill guys. So. Uh, Tony Bradford, if I remember right, so much some of the highlights I saw, it looked like he's playing count of three technique. Where do you all count the division? He'll be a D – he'll be a 4 eye. Yeah. High motor, very high motor. You know, he's a uh, he's a kid that uh, he's a high motor, high character leader. You walk into North Shore High School, everybody loves Tony Bradford. Everybody does. Leader on that team. Um, you know, I think he was a huge reason why they won the state championship. Behind the scenes, locker room, great mom, phenomenal mom. Um, you can see right where it starts. It starts at home. Um, and that was a kid that um, stayed committed, um, you know, basically committed a month ago. Um, what assigned in December um, was easier to sign now because of just some stuff. So, um, but had remained very, very committed. Um, you know, um, Aaron Donald is his hero. You know, and everybody can see a six-foot D lineman and the impact you can make. And um, his, uh, that's who he models his game after, you know. But he is a pass rushing guy and high motor. Um, be fun to watch him. And when did uh, Quentin Williams come off y'all's radar? Last few weeks. What did you observe on this take? Tall, long, rangy, twitchy, rush a passer, very raw, um, underdeveloped, and. Um, you know, I think he, he uh, I think he's a guy that can play multiple spots, just depending on what his body does once we get him in here. Um, like I said earlier, metabolism slows down. He gets in the nutrition program and, and what Dave's going to do with him in the weight room. Um, I think he's got a high upside. Speaking of he said when you offered, it was pretty emotional for him. Can you kind of share your perspective? Yeah, that, that was. Um, it's just a... You know, really cool behind-the-scene moment. Um, a kid and his mom, you know, chasing a dream, and um, life hadn't been perfect for him. Uh, school wasn't perfect. Home life wasn't perfect. Um, but you see a mom that, that loves her son and has done, sacrificed so many things for him. And, um, you know, for him to get to, you know, come to Texas Tech and do it at this level, um, just, really, you know, really a cool story. And um, something that Coach Randolph and I got to see up close and personal and um, a lot of respect for him. He'll play with the chip on his shoulder, I promise you that. Other than these guys 
committing to your your staff. Is there anything collectively that they all share in common between the, the December group and this group? Um, yeah, and I know this is my first signing class here, but the biggest thing that this class seems like, even though we got more numbers to come, um, is leadership, high character, um, team captains, um, leaders in the school, um, several of them multi-sport state championship guys, you know, um, and I think that's very important. I think those guys end up becoming glue guys. Uh, they become guys that are, um, you know, help with player accountability. You know, a lot of these guys, you know, I guess there's only a couple junior college guys in this in this class. Um, they uh, they'll be they'll come in on the ground floor and be freshmen in this program, and you know, part of a part of our first initial signing class. And um, you know, I bought into. Um, you know, who we are and what we do. And for a lot of them stayed committed and a lot of them stayed true. And a lot of them in the last 72 hours, especially now, have gotten bombarded by other schools with with offers here and there. And, um, you know, all of a sudden Texas Tech sees something in somebody nobody else does. And then they've got a few new best friends in the last 72 hours. I mean, you know, and so when they stay true to you, um, I think that deepens a relationship, deepens a commitment from a coach and a player, and I think that that uh, builds trust. And so I, I see so many of them. And I just remember I'm, I'm just reminded when you walk into schools and, and gyms and the, and the places that I've been to see some of these kids is just to hear their coaches talk about them. Stuck out a lot to me. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if I say this every year, you know, I would hope I would like to say it every year, but when you ask me that question, it's the first thing that came to my mind. You know, a lot of team captains and a lot of leaders and multi-sport guys that have won state championships. You like to say that like, signing day is the Christmas year, you know, get all your new presents out and running. Is tomorrow for you like the first day where you're back on schedule with regards to getting to West Texas, getting moved in, getting your coaching staff, can you get in the signing class, and now you can just get back on track to being a football coach? Yeah, uh, Monday morning was for me. Um, back, I felt that way Monday morning when I could go into the weight room and start coaching our guys and watching our guys and evaluating our guys. But, yeah, it does a little bit. But you know what? In this day and age with the grad transfer market and the transfer portal and all that, there's going to be more things to come. I mean, we're, we've already moved on to 2020s and 2021s and a 2022 that was a singular statement and um you know so it doesn't end it just slows down for a minute you know and then it picks right back up but um you know i i like the start that we're off in the 2020 class and that's when you start trying to establish relationships and and you know what signing classes to me are you're they're judged and and y'all y'all don't like this but they're judged three years from now they're not judged today. They're judged three years. Did these kids fit? Did they come in and contribute? How many all-conference players? Uh, how many starters? How many contributors? How many did not make it? I mean, am I taking a bunch of academic risks or am I not? You know, did they not make it or did they make it? Um, how you add transfers and grad transfers today in this day and age and the, how, you know, the productivity of them on the field um, to help your program now and some in the future, I think that's how you judge it.
academic risks? Uh, they all are until they graduate high school. I'm not at liberty to talk about their academics. Um, from December 19th, when you signed 11 guys, how close did you come to achieving what you expected to do in the last six weeks or whatever? Oh, I, I Don, I think that's a great question, but I don't, I didn't put a, um, I didn't put a certain expectation because I wasn't, you know, you're not sure how it's going to go. All I know is we went after certain guys. Um, we weren't going to dip below a certain line or a certain level. Um, you know, the guys that, that are here and that signed here are the guys that truly wanted to be here, and both their parents or one parent wanted them to be here, and those are the ones that we're excited about signing. Uh, you never hit on every single kid. Nobody ever does. Um, and so to to paint that type of picture would be very unrealistic, um, so we didn't do that. But um, I can tell you this, the goals of getting um, – you know, invested in kids and trying to establish relationships and signing, as well as getting a head start on the 2020s and 2021s, um, as well as being around here as much as we can and being around our players. Um, we've certainly done that in the last six weeks. Well, not six weeks because you we had a couple dead weeks, but the last month. Um, and then now we're, we're right on to 2020s. A few more to add to this class and coaching our guys the month of February, off season, getting ready for spring ball. Coach, can you talk about one of the local guys for a walk on Jet Whitefield? He was injured in that game. He can't. We can't? No. Sorry. Any other questions? Come on, Chris, one more to finish this off. What, what, what do you. <laughs> How much patience did you have to show in focusing on that you'll have a full year with the 2020? class and that you instead of just filling spots right now because there's probably guys you could have added 100 percent you guys have yep. focused on 2020 it seems to me like a lot yeah and um chris that's a juggling that's a, that's a balance of what you just asked um you know we're not going to reach i'm not going to sign a kid late um just to take him from another school and and have a signing day victory that's that's silly um i'm not going to do that to that logo uh, I'm going to get guys that want to be here um, that are Big 12 caliber players um, that we can develop to Big 12 caliber players or already are and that can help us on our goal to get to the month of November compete for a championship. And we're not going to dip below that line. Um, and so you're juggling that. You're juggling uh, 2020s and um, evaluating those guys th as thorough as you can in terms of basketball games or um, you know, that was big for us this, this January on Tuesday nights, especially here in the state. Um, and some Friday nights, actually, we've been, especially locally. So uh, we're able to do that and be out and, and to be um, evaluating, but also establish relationships with the Texas high school coaches, which is extremely important. And I think our staff's done a good job. You only get one chance to make a first impression. And um, I think that that has gone well, very well. We've been everywhere in the state, and we had a lot of guys stay out on Friday and Saturday night when you didn't have as many um, recruits in, and that is what that's all about is establishing those relationships at those basketball games and those kind of things, um, as well as flying the colors and being seen and being out and about. And I think we've done a good job of that, and that will be extremely important as we, go, as we move forward is the relationships with the coaches in this state. So what position or position groups do you still want to add people at during the between now and starting next 
Um, well, just like I answered earlier, probably another receiver and probably a couple DBs, maybe some skill kids.